Welcome everyone to our chapel chat. This is for Wednesday, November 25th. Today's gospel is from Luke chapter 21. Jesus said to the crowd, They will seize and persecute you. They will hand you over to synagogues and to prisons, and they will, let, they will have you led before kings and governors because of my name. It will, lead you, it, will lead, it will lead to your giving testimony. Remember, you are not to prepare your defense beforehand, for I myself shall give you a wisdom in speaking that all your adversaries will be powerless to resist or refute. You will, be handed over, you will even be handed over by parents, brothers, relatives, and friends, and they will put some of you to death. You will be hated by all because of my name, but not a hair on your head will be destroyed. By your perseverance, you will secure your lives. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Well, this is a pretty cheery gospel, <laughs> telling us about all the persecutions we're going to face. But I think it what's, what struck me was the line where it says, It will lead to your giving testimony. And that's the tremendous good that can come from even these pretty, you know, terrible persecutions. It even says that some of you will be put to death. And it reminds me of something someone was telling me recently. There was apparently a guy from Vietnam or, or some country off in Asia who suffered terribly for his faith. He was put in prison. He was tortured. And he never uh, gave up his faith. He never would desecrate, you know, Jesus or anything. He was just, they, no matter what they did to him, he would not turn away from his faith. And then... He managed to escape, and he like he had to travel through the jungle and all that, and made it to the United States. And within a short amount of time, you know, a couple of years from living here and just the the peace and freedom that we have, he like completely turned away from his faith. So it seems unthinkable that that could happen for this guy, but apparently it did. And and he said that it was it was because of uh, the total lack of persecution in any way that kind of just allowed this lax this laxity to settle into his faith and and so like what i'm getting at is there's this paradox right we obviously don't want persecution but at the same time sometimes persecution is what it takes for people to to give testimony to really go deep in their faith yeah and it's the perseverance in the midst of testimony that jesus says that helps us and causes us to secure our lives mm -hmm. i mean uh, there's a whole bunch of scripture passages in the new testament about the lack of perseverance or people not having faith until the end, not yeah. working out their salvation. I mean, there's there's a lot of, um, even in the early church, there's a lot of um, record of people refusing to be persecuted and kind of recanting and, and offering yeah. incense to the gods and yeah. and not identifying themselves with discipleship or with, with as a disciple in the face of persecution. Yeah. And that's a very strong temptation for us even Um uh, and I think sometimes uh, we tend to see this in terms of well, I'm being persecuted because of maybe the, the position I'm taking on this or a yeah. po political decision or something. And um, Jesus doesn't say you will be hated by all because of who you voted for. Um, <laughs> it doesn't say that. It says you'll be hated by all because of my name, right? There's, yeah. there's something about I identify myself so much with Jesus that I'm willing to incur um, negativity, backlash, betrayal, gossip, um, mockery, um, rejection from my family and friends yeah. because of Jesus. Yeah. And and I think that is one of the real tests and has always been a, one of the real tests of discipleship in the New Testament and in Christian history. And so um, one of the things I always ask myself, what what is it that I resist in my own life of professing in my faith or believing in my faith because I know that it's not popular? Yeah. 
I know that I'm going to get pushed back. I know that I'm going to not be liked. I mean, part of the reason why the church becomes lax is because it shies away from unpopular teachings of Jesus. And it it begins to make compromises. Well, well, once it becomes to, begins to make compromises, you're actually compromising your relationship with God, right. uh, which is exactly what happened with this guy you were telling uh, yeah. telling us about. Yeah. Uh, another part that seems like a bit of a contradiction at first is he ends by saying, you'll be hated by all because of your name, but not a hair on your head will be destroyed. Well, well, Jesus, you just said some of you will be put to death. <laughs> so clearly he doesn't mean that literally. It's but your spiritual hair. <laughs> yeah, which hopefully some of us will... Uh, <laughs> Get more of that than others. But anyways, so you made me lose my train of thought. What was I going to say with that? So not a heavy heart. So Jesus is promising that all of it is going to be restored. You may have, you know, you might be tortured. You might have your reputation destroyed. You might literally be put to death. Whatever it is, all of that will be completely restored and given back to you in the next life. Even every hair on your head, like even if so much as a hair is taken off because of persecution, you know, however that would work, that will all be restored back to you. That's it's exactly right. And and we just need to remember like God never promised, Jesus never promised that we would have perfect uh governments, perfect rulers, perfect politicians, perfect freedom in this world. Yeah, yeah it's our job to fight for that, right? It's our yeah. job to fight for what is ours in Christ and to and to declare it and to kind of bring that into society. But Jesus, the Jesus who told us to proclaim the gospel, yeah. the Jesus who, who told us that we are the light of the world, that we're the salt of the earth, right? Yeah. We're to be leaven. He's saying, oh, by the way, you're going to be hated. Yeah. And by the way, um, you will be handed over. You'll be put in prison. You'll be led before kings and governors. And we can just change the names of this. We'll, you'll be led before courts, circuit courts, supreme courts, yeah. right? Uh, you'll be led before governors. Yeah. You'll be led before legislature. Like all these different things that... We just need to kind of have a, a modest hope in what's possible in this world and to say, you know what, as a Christian, my lot very well could be persecution. Yeah. And I need, I need to accept that because I want to identify myself with Jesus because Jesus is my only hope. And, and if we are able to persevere in that faith, we will secure our lives for eternity. But the great danger is that um, I love the praise of my friends, my family, mm-hmm. And even, um, it says, parents, brothers, relatives, and friends, more than I love the praise of God. Mm. And that is, a, that is a, a choice that we all have to make. And that choice has consequences, yeah. has eternal consequences, and which is why this is no laughing matter. This yeah. is very serious. Of course, he speaks to this fear that I think any one of us can wrestle with. You know, what if I don't know what to say? How am I going to defend the faith? And and Jesus reminds us, I myself shall give you a wisdom in speaking that all your adversaries will be powerless to resist or refute. So, amen, Lord, give me more of that. <laughs> I want to be able to speak convincingly about you, especially, you know, in situations that, that may come, come up unexpectedly. And that's not to say that you don't need to study your faith. It's not that it's to say you don't have to practice, you know, these responses. There, Yes, that is involved, but but at the same time, we should trust that God is going to give us the words. And I'm sure you've had experiences mm-hmm. where you say something like, where did that come from? Exactly. You know, I didn't, like, that wasn't I just plan me. that. Yeah, it's kind exactly. of like chapel chats. <laughs> Stop <laughs> yeah. persecuting me. Yeah, right. No, but the, one of the things I've noticed, too, in, in the lives of people who are experiencing soft, part, soft persecution from their family members, they will say something that's very powerful, and they're not able to, like, they can't say anything back to it, yeah. but they'll still mistreat them. Yeah. But they'll still, I should say, they'll still be mistreated by that family member or friend. And 
one of the things I want to encourage anyone who's listening is that you could say something that cannot be refuted, yeah. that cannot be resisted, and still be hurt, and still be rejected, and still be abandoned for it, yeah. uh, because uh, that's just what they're going to do. But it doesn't mean what you said is false. It doesn't mean what you said is wrong, or somehow you made a mistake. That could be you said the, exactly the thing that God wanted you to say right. because he put his spirit in you, right. right? And that wisdom was given to you. And I find that sometimes I need to be reminded that it's not just about me and having exactly the right words to say. You know, I've been in so many situations with family members where I'm like, oh, I should have said it that way. Yeah. Or maybe in yeah. like, of course, after the fact, I'm like, oh, I should have said that or this. And, and I've learned that I just, especially in those times, I just need to go back to prayer and just say, Jesus, you are the one that really transforms hearts. Yep. I'm, yep. I'm trying, I'm doing my best, but I just give this to you and I trust that you're going to make good out of my words, whether they were good or maybe not the best, because you're the one that can really soften hearts. Amen. Amen. One of the, the things that sometimes uh, I get tempted by is like, well, if you were just more like Jesus, you were just more loving and more kind and more patient and more articulate, yeah. they wouldn't reject you. I'm like, oh, wait a second. Jesus was killed, <laughs> like perfect love, perfect compassion and mercy and, and, yeah. and purity. So how do we expect any killed. better? So, so I think sometimes we just need to be gentle toward ourselves and say, yeah. look, I trust that the wisdom of the spirit is going to be given to me when I'm in, in these situations. Jesus said so, mm-hmm. right? So I'm not going to uh, get all sad if, it, if I don't like win someone over. Yeah. It's really the fact is that they're grappling with things in their own heart. Yeah. And that uh, I just need to not take it so personally. Yeah. Well, let's pray. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. amen. Heavenly Father, we ask for the gift of courage, especially in the face of persecution and difficulty. Lord, you gave us all these warnings. You let us know what we were signing up for by be, choosing to be a believer in you, to, to be a disciple. Lord, help us to be faithful to you, not only when it's easy, but also when it's hard. Give us the grace to be willing to sacrifice everything, you know, our, our, our jobs, our, our reputation, even our very lives. But Lord, nothing in this life is meant to be forever, but you, Lord, give us this promise of eternal life by faith in you. So may we never lose our faith in you. May we always be faithful. We pray all of this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.